Shalom, everyone. This is Evangelist James and his beautiful wife, Evangelist Louise. Shalom, all praise to Ahia through Yeshaya for everything. We're so happy to be here and to be able to edify and be fed and then feed others. It's yeah. just a wonderful blessing. It sure is. And we're with Scriptures Across the World and Watchman Street Ministries here on Repent Radio, on Anchor Radio, Spotify. And we do have a prayer, praise, testimony, discussion line. And the number is 407-476-7163. And that number is available seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And it's also textable. You can text the number. Um, and whatever your need is, or if you just have a praise report or a testimony, you can share it with us. And if you've been listening, we did get to do a couple of anchor broadcasts yesterday, and we shared some from that line. Yep. And the number is 407-476-7163. And if you didn't hear it yesterday, you can go back in the archives at anchor.fm and listen to any of the broadcasts. Under Repent Radio. With the Yeshaya Save sign for the picture on it. And um, we've been, we're, Today, we always do a How You Willing Every Day, a read and discussion. And we're still in the book of Genesis on chapter 15. So we, we end at a chapter and we begin a new chapter every read and we get as many chapters read as we can. And we discuss things that we read. Yep. So, what you know, y'all can call the number, and whenever you do, we will play the calls over the radio On at the some broadcast. point in time. We, On the next broadcast, that's a regular broadcast. Yes, yeah, sometimes we don't always get to, but we, we try. And that's why that we go and have just a broadcast that we try to just stay on those calls and texts that have come in and uh, we're going to have to do another one to catch up because one we did yesterday we still have lots more left yeah the text uh, the text the text especially and uh, we're going to uh, how you will and do two more broadcasts this evening because one would be for those and the other is our regular on uh, whatever topics or how you put sums. Or if y'all have any questions, we could do that. And that would be 407-476-7163. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And uh, we're going to start out with Genesis 15. 
Yeah, we we do have some updates on uh, some of the people over there, the brothers and sisters uh, in the desert in California. And we will get to that on that mm -hmm. next broadcast. Yes. So, Genesis, yeah. 407. 476. 7163. And I love my wife. I praise Ahaya for giving her to me. And I love my husband. Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of Ahiah came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Imagine that that Ahia the Most High would come to you and say, Fear not. I, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Mm -hmm. And Abram said, Sovereign Ahia, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and no one born in my house is mine heir. Well. And behold, the word of Ahiah came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir. But he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. Hmm. Think about that. I mean, here he is. He comes up there at 75 years old, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, follows him, leaves his country, leaves everything. And uh, highest talking about an heir to him, and he's like, look at my age and stuff. I can't have any children and stuff, and my wife is barren, you know. So he figured that one of his, uh, the steward of his house, you know, has children, right? So he was going to say that he's the heir. And then Ahia says, no. Your air's going to be coming out of your bowels. Mm. I mean, that would be, that's hard to fathom, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto them, unto him, so shall thy seed be. Just think, he says, look up in heaven at the stars, you know. If you can number them, that's the number of your seed. Now, how you telling them, you know. Uh -huh. And he believed in Ahia, 
and he counted it to him for righteousness. So he believed what Ahia told him, you know, about uh -huh. that. Okay, I trust you. I believe you, you know. Yeah. And he counted that for righteousness to him. And he said unto him, I am Ahia that brought thee out of Ur of the Chaldees to give thee this land to inherit. Uh -huh. And he said, Sovereign Ahia, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit? He's questioning and Ahia, isn't he? Saying, how would I know that you're uh, uh, yeah. going to give this uh, that I'm going to inherit I'm it. really going to do get this. And he said unto him, Take me in heifer of three years old and heifer. a she-goat or a heifer of three <laughs> years old. <laughs> We're from Tennessee anyway. <clears throat> and he said unto him, Take um, me in the heifer yeah. of three years old and a she-goat. Right. of three years old and the ram of three years old and the turtle dove and the young pigeon. And he took unto him all these and divided them in the midst and laid each piece one against another. But the birds divided he not. <coughs> and when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abram drove them away. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, and horror of great darkness fell upon him. Whoa. Think about this. I mean, he, he put a deep sleep upon Abram, and a horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace, thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall come hither again, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. You know, a lot of people saying this is what happened during the time of, you know, the Egypt, where they were slaves in Egypt and were afflicted. Increases. Could it be what just happened here in the United States and around the world. What would you mean there, James? Well, look up 
transatlantic slave trade. And would you believe that the first slave ship was called Jesus? And that's true. I mean, my wife can look up transatlantic slave trade. I can right now. Which was in sixteen nineteen. Transatlantic slave trade. It'll just take it a minute. There it goes. Um. What was the transatlantic slave trade? Why was it important? The transatlantic slave trade enriched many white people across occupations and industries, from early European colonists to priests and popes, shipbuilders to rum and textile producers bankers to insurers and generated the capital used to build some of America's greatest cities and most successful companies. And who were the slaves that they used in the transatlantic slave trade? Who, who were they? Yeah. Let's see. Who were the slaves in the transatlantic slave, slave trade? trade? According to Wikipedia, the vast majority of those who were transported in the transatlantic slave trade were people from Central and West Africa that had been sold by other West Africans to Western European slave traders while others had been captured directly by the slave traders in coastal raids, Europeans gathered and imprisoned them. Africans. Yeah. That they were so called. Yeah. The tribe of Judah. Yeah, the Negroes. Uh-huh. And... The lion of the tribe of Judah is going to come back. Yep. Think about that. Well, what does that have significance? Because 1619 to 2019, 2019 was supposedly the 400th year of that slave trade from where they first brought them in in 1619. Well, we Let's live read in exciting this. times if you've repented and you're ready for Yeshaya to come back. And if you read in the book of uh, Jasher, it mentions that, that it was 230, 260 years that the Israelites were enslaved and all of that in uh, Egypt. Here's a good question. 
What country were the first slaves taken from? And who are the first slaves? Okay. First enslaved Africans arrive in Jamestown, setting the stage for slavery in North America on August the 20th, 1619. 20 and odd Angolians, Angolans, kidnapped by the Portuguese, arrive in the British colony of Virginia and are then bought by English colonists. So here you go, people. And what it says in the book of Jasher, 230 years. Look, read this right here. But this is 400 years here. Like that dream that... You ever heard that? Who are the first slaves? And that's what it says. It was a Mesopotamian and Sumerian civilizations. <laughs> Located in the Iraq and Iran, Iran, Iraq region. That would be in Persia. So, let, what is Mesopotamia? Pomantian and a Sumer, Sumerian civilization. Let's see what that is. Sumer was an ancient civilization founded in the Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia region of the Fertile Crescent situated between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers, known for their innovations in language, governance, architecture, and more. Sumeranians are considered the creators of civilization as modern humans understand it. And that was written December the 7th, 2017, history.com. Okay. And so... But we basically <clears throat> go by what the scripture says, really. Yeah. I mean, if the history, you know, it's, it's here a little, there a little, line upon line, if it lines up, Precept upon precept. You know, with the scripture. Upon precept. Line upon line. It's got to line up with the scripture. Yep. And it says here, And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, and horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs. Well, why didn't he say that they would... He's been to Abraham's... Or Abram has been to uh, Egypt. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Or Mitzrayim. So why wouldn't why wouldn't he let him know there about why is he saying stranger in the land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall afflict them four hundred you know, years? They're still slaves. Here. Yeah. Even here. Listen. While China does not display the slave diversity of slavery, other countries with significantly high slave populations are Russia, Nigeria, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Indonesia, Egypt, Myanmar, Iran, Turkey, and Sudan. And I'm sure if you read more, you could find even more. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward shall they now come out this. great substance. Let's okay. bring everybody back up to date. Start like a couple of verses back up. I did. Oh, you did? Okay. And thou shalt go to thy fathers. Okay, and also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. Well, they did in that Egypt, but they probably will here too. We'll be on verse. Uh, 15 okay. and thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace thou shalt be buried in a good old age but in the fourth generation they shall come hither again for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full and it shall come to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark. Behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. In the same day, Ahiah made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Mitzrayim unto the great river, the river Euphrates the Kenites and the Kenizzites and Ketamanites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Rephaims and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Gergesites and the Jebusites. He's given Abram this land that all these others own. Because of their sin, you know, their wickedness and all. Just think. I mean, he gave him a covenant unto thy seed. But then Abram's like, what seed? You know, I don't have anybody. But I know that 
you said it, you know it's going to come to pass. Ain't that right? Mm-hmm. Very true. So we're at Genesis 16 now. Praise Verse God. 1 of 16. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children. And she had a handmaid and Mitzrayim, Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarah said unto Abram, Behold now, Ahiah hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in, unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. And Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Mitzrayim, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. So Sarah's thinking she ain't going to have any children, you know. She gives her handmaid to uh, Abram to be his second wife. You know, that they could have children through her. Very true. And so... Uh, And uh, Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Mitzrayim, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan. So this maid, yeah, just another, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar. And she conceived. And when she saw that she was con she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Think about that. So Abram went in her, and the lady conceived. Yep. And when she saw that she had conceived her mistress, Sarah was despised in her eyes. And Sarah said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee, I have given my maid unto thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. A higher judge between me and thee. But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarai dealt harshly with hardly with her, she fled from her face. Think about that. I mean, Sarai gave her to her husband and then she winds up getting 
pregnant. And then Sarah throws her out, you know. And she runs. What happens next? And the angel of Ahia found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way up to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid, whence camest thou? And whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress Sarah. And the angel of Ahia said unto her, Return to thy mistress and submit thyself under her hands. And the angel of Ahia said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered by multitude. And the angel of Ahia said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shalt bear a son, and shalt call his name Ishmael. Mm -hmm. Because Ahiah hath heard thy affliction. So his name's going to be Ishmael because Ahiah heard her affliction. And he will be a wild man. <laughs> His hand will be against every man, and yeah. every man's hand against him. What was his name? Ishmael. <clears throat> and he will be a wild man. Mm. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Praise Ahia. And she called the name of she called the name of the Ayashaya that spake unto her. Thou seest me, for she said, <clears throat> Have I also here looked after him that sees me. Wherefore, the well was called Beer La Heroi. Behold, it is between Kadash and Ered. Oh, no, Bered. And Hagar bare Abram a son, and Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare Ishmael. And Abram was fourscore and six years old when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. He was 86 years old. Wow. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. Imagine being in her shoes, though. Be in the handmaid, right? Mm -hmm. And your mistress gives you to 
her husband like that and then boom here you go you gotta because they were saying it so that's like uh to wife you know for mm -hmm. him and well i guess we're gonna go into chapter 17. And when Abram Abram was ninety years old and nine, Ahia appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty. Alashadja, walk before me and be thy perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face. And Allahim talked with him saying as for me behold my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations neither shalt thy name any more be called Abram but thy name shall be Abraham for a father of many nations have I made thee and I will make thee exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of thee and kings shall come out of thee and I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a Allahim unto thee and to thy seed before thee. Think about that. He's establishing his, calling him Abraham instead of Abram now, that he's going to be a father of many nations. Mm -hmm. and uh, he's thinking well I only got one child you know and uh, praise the higher we're moving right along that's right Genesis and chapter 17 verse 7 and I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant not a one year covenant not a ten year or a hundred years or a thousand years but a 
everlasting covenant mm-hmm. to be a Allahim unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession. And I will be their Allahim. And Allahim said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant therefore, thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. So he's saying to Abraham that he is and the ones after him, his son, his grandsons, all of them after the covenant. There's going to be an everlasting and the uncircumcised man child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. And Elohim said unto Abraham, As for Sarai, thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah that is ninety years old bear? Think about that, a hundred years old, the man and ninety years old, you know, the woman. And, yeah. And Abraham said unto Allah, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And Allah said, Shalom. Shalom, are you doing? Yes, Shalom, Sarah, thy wife, we are in a shall bear thee a son indeed. And thou shalt call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. So the covenant's going to be with Isaac, not with Ishmael. And then he goes on and asks for Ishmael, Ishmael, I have heard thee, behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee. 
at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him, and Elohim went up from Abraham. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were brought, bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the self-same day as Elohim had said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael his son was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael his son. And all the men of his house, born in the house, and bought with money of the stranger, were circumcised with him. Think about this. That was how circumcision came about. Because it was part of the covenant between Abraham and Ahiah because it took blood to make the covenant, to make the testament. And so that was an answering being assigned to the ones that served Ahiah the sign between the Israelites and him, that they would be circumcised on the eighth day of their, when they were born. That was an outward sign to show their dedication to Ahiah, and that they would, uh, serve him. And it says, And the uncircumcised man-child, whose flesh was not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken the covenant. Think about that. So you want to keep the covenants. But now we've got what you call the circumcision of the heart, where you repent of your sins and you turn from your sins and you turn to Ahia through your shame. Anyways, my wife got a phone call and she says Shalom. And anyways, uh, 
Y'all have a blessed rest of the day. We plan how you're willing to do another broadcast or two this evening. And y'all be blessed in Yeshua's mighty name. And peace and Shalom.